I don't think I ever ate a booger, but uh, I wouldn't put it past uh, <laughs> elementary school kid. You've me. never eaten a booger. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's That's probably te- believe. It's a texture thing, though. Uh, okay, I'm in. You're right. It's a texture thing. <laughs> I believe it. You know, if it was a better texture, I'd probably be eating boogers all day. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody. My name's Mario. Welcome back. I'm Chris. And uh, this is Welcome Back. We are welcoming you back to Welcome Back. I loved how we did that last week, and I just wanted to... <laughs> to drive it again uh we appreciate everyone checking us out thus far on this journey be sure to check out old episodes if you want a greater peek into the lives and the friendship that we've built over the last few years which brings us to today the episode you clicked it you already saw the title of it we're talking about friendships we're talking about the friendships of our lives and building the friendships over the years but before we get into it you got anything crazy to happen to you over the last couple weeks no but i hear you did Actually, my crazy thing happened yesterday. Tell me all about it. I am a certified crane operator. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I uh, I started my day pulling uh, metal out of the furnace after it had annealed overnight to get to the hardness it need, needs to be uh, for the manufacturers of the world. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. Mm, but okay. they were getting ready to train like a group of people to run the crane in the uh in like the back of the building and uh one of the employees one of my co-workers he got suspended and he was supposed to be in the class and so there was an open seat and i have like a buddy from work who's like you know mario helps us out on the crane sometimes i don't and <laughs> and uh one of like the owners of the shop, like the owner's brother who also works at the shop is like, Oh, does he? And there's other people in the class who know that I don't really like very often. Like I have helped out in the past, like when people call off, but my immediate manager from my department goes, Oh yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the guy who's above cliff who definitely knows I'm not back there helping all the time. is like, yeah, he helps out a lot. We should probably train him on that. <laughs> and, so, and so the guy goes, Oh, okay. And they go and he, they pull me off the floor, and rather than uh, punching steel and being frustrated for eight hours, I got to uh, learn how to run a crane. Wow, what a blessing! And it's like a permanent certification too. Like you're supposed to like occasionally, like every three to five years, refresh your memory with the course. Uh-huh. But the certification's like a permanent thing that doesn't expire. Dang, that's pretty cool. And so uh, I get to swing around in our building at least fifteen tons worth of material anytime i want is that way better than punching steel all day uh i don't know it'll probably get boring but the fact that it's yeah. like fresh like yeah, i wouldn't yeah. be upset if they pulled me back to that room but mm-hmm. you know neat yeah it's great and it's it's great it's crazy and uh and i do think now that i said it i think it'd be funny just like pick up the maximum load and just start moving it around the room and then someone eventually will realize that like i'm not really doing anything <laughs> And they'll be like, what are you doing? I'll be like, hey, I'm certified, all right? Which one of us is certified? I'm not telling you how to do your job. <laughs> and I'll, they gave us, like, a hat and everything, so I'm just going to wear that hat constantly now. Amazing. Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> but um, we are, of course, talking about friendship. Uh, a little bit of camaraderie with the coworkers got me to, to add something to my portfolio. But we're not the only people who exist in this world. In That's fact, so true. 
In fact, some friendships span into the fictional world. And that's a, that's a fun way of getting into our next subject where we're going to talk about <laughs> and break down some of the uh, best fictional slash pop culture friendships uh, of today and yesteryear. We have a list of some of the greatest uh, friendships of all time, I think. I, I think we've acqu- uh, accumulated quite a list here of some great cartoon friendships, a couple real-life friendships, and uh, so we're going to give them Mario's favorite rating system. Um, brought to you by your our sponsor. Tell us all about it. Oh, brought to you by Taco Bell. And what we're going to do is, all these friendships, they're pretty solid friendships, but some are better than others, so how we're going to rate this is on hotness. So they can rank in at uh, Which Diablo. Which one of these is super hot? <laughs> Diablo's the hottest, right? And then we pull it down to fire, then to hot, then to mild. And at the very lowest, not a bad friendship, just not the best. That's Verde at the at the bottom there. And so that's okay. how we're going to... We're gonna rank these friendships. We're gonna talk about each of these re- friendships probably a little bit, but uh, some of them will probably move by pretty quick as well. Mm-hmm. Really depends on 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 what fits us. If you haven't realized yet, we have a skeleton outline of how we do the podcast, <laughs> but we also just kind of make it up as we go too. That's for sure. That is for sure. So why don't you kick us off? So um, Bert and Ernie. This is like one of the most iconic friendships. When you're a child, I feel like when you're listing friendships, it might be easy to forget Bert and Ernie, but they need to be on the list. What do you think, uh, where, they, where do they get rated? Well, not only is it one of like the first friendships we're introduced to as kids, but like they're not just like co-workers who get drinks afterwards, you know? Yeah, yeah. They like are roommates and big buds, like they're always hanging out, you know, mm-hmm. inseparable, right? Yeah, I think that's that's a pretty strong start. I think I'm gonna put I think I'm gonna put it right above middle of the road though. Yeah, I'm not getting like tons of like the like when I look at my friendships in life, I don't I feel like they're not who I'm going after. Mm-hmm. But it's still pretty good. I'm gonna give them a little fire. Yes, a fire was where I was gonna go too. And we often don't agree on things, but I think maybe these ratings we could like find a middle uh and uh and make an agreement on these because fire we're on the same page. Yeah. Then we have uh, Pinky and the Brain. Got a smart mouse and a dumb mouse trying to take <laughs> over the world. What do you What are you thinking here? I'm gonna um, I'm going to submit to your rating here because I'm not a huge Pinky and the Brain. Boo. Uh, Boo. I, I just don't know it. I just don't know the world. How don't you know <laughs> everything about every show that's ever existed? How haven't you seen everything? <laughs> Boo for not knowing everything that I've ever seen. Boo. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of. <laughs> The cartoons you were allowed to watch as a kid. <laughs> this is one of them. Uh, well, I'm going to give it a Verde because even though it seems like they're friends and it's more of like a uh, co-workership and mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. abusive, like a smart guy just taking Yikes. the lead and forcing the other guy to do this. They're, they're still friends. You know, I'll still, mm-hmm. I still look at their relationship. I'll still call them friends, but it's a little weird sometimes. So I'm going to give that a Verde. <laughs> okay. One of my favorite iconic friendships of all time mm-hmm. is Arthur the Aardvark, and Buster, the bunny. Get it? Very funny. What do you think about Arthur and Buster? I think they are top tier. Deserve to be on this list. I think that it's a little bit of forced friendship, you know? It's developed through, like, school, like, proximity, you know? I, I kind of give that a mild. How could you do this? Well, you came in super hot, and I felt like deflating you right off the bat. <laughs> you, you succeeded. <laughs> I would have given them a fire. 
So we could land on hot. Why don't you sell me on hot? Tell, tell I, me more about this friendship, because I'm not a I'm not an extreme Arthur kid. My biggest exposure to Arthur is his balled up fist as a meme. <laughs> well, then why didn't you submit to me like I did to your pinky in the brain? I don't know a little <laughs> bit about him. Uh, Arthur and Buster, I, there's just a nostalgia. Like that was like my PBS show was mm-hmm. Arthur, and uh, I just think that Arthur and Buster are a classic friendship. They fight. I can remember, you know, Cresblomania. Do you remember Cresblomania? Everybody had Cresblomania except for Arthur. Why didn't Arthur have Cresblomania? It's insania. The fact that they f- they fight and then stay friends makes me want to move it up to hot. Because yes, cause there's no there's no friendship that gets hotter above if there hasn't been conflict that they've overcome. They have all kinds of conflict. They fight all the time. Arthur's pretty whiny. <laughs> So, um, we're going to give hot to Arthur and Buster. Let's go remain in the cartoon world for our next friendship. All right. Timon and Pumbaa. The, the. It's Pumbaa. Like basically the two dads of Simba, the greatest line to ever exist. Right? (laughs) Yeah. That's an easy Diablo for me, man. They teach uh, this kid about life. It's true. They work together. They overcome obstacles. And, and they're literally raising something that could grow up to eat them. Mm-mm. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, no, no. I think they are terrible friends. Terrible friends. Timon is a terrible, awful friend to He's Pumbaa. A- I don't know about Pink, what Pinky and the Brains dynamic is, but it sounds a little similar here. Timon is the brains of the operation, all but right, he knows right. it and he manipulates. If you've seen Lion King one and a half, especially the best Lion King movie there is. Timon is a bad friend. All right, where would you put him? Did I give my rating? Because I almost threw out the D word. You did. You said it. Oh, all right. Well, let's pull it back. What do you think? Listen, coming in, I probably would have said hot until I talked myself through it. And you're giving him mild? At least mild, if not Verde. Oh, man. That's bad news, man. He's a bad friend. You need to watch Lion King one and a half and then get back to me. Maybe it's just like I watched it so long ago. It's my memories of them being so great. Yeah, they're funny. hilarious. Yeah. They're fun to watch. But the friendship? The friendship itself. Verde. It's Verde. Verde. Then we hop over to SpongeBob and Patrick. <laughs> yes. A couple of, of uh, what do they call it? Weenie Hut Juniors? Super <laughs> Weenie Hut Juniors? <laughs> yeah, yeah, together, yeah, yeah. They're hanging out. Uh, Fry Cook and a guy who lives under a rock. Yeah. They've been I through think... a lot, though. Even though like I would never want to hang out with them. Yeah. I'd give that a, a fire. They're that's great fire, friends. That's a fire yeah. friendship right there. I, I probably would have landed at hot, but hot and a half. So I'll give you fire. I think that's correct. Next, we have another great iconic uh, cartoon duo, and that is Shaggy and Scooby Doo. What do you think about Shaggy and Scooby Doo? What? How can you be friends when one owns the other? He's literally shackled with a collar, Chris. What is wrong with you? He's got a collar, no leash, though. That's true. That's true. All I'd right, have given you leash. Mild? You're killing me, man. <laughs> I think that that is a fair assessment to knock them down because of the the ownership aspect. The power dynamic. The dog's <laughs> just after the treats, and the and the owner just eats the dog's treats right in front of him. Like, can you think of anything more cruel? They eat them like, together. Like, hey, you want some of these? And then you just like, eat one. That is not how it. that... Have you ever seen Scooby-Doo? I have. I have. <laughs> All right, I would, I, I'll, so listen, mild or hot, it's up to you. I'm giving it, a, I'll, I'll give it a hot. 
I'm being okay. a little too rough. It is a kid's show. <laughs> I love how we so picked generous. up the pace, but then we also slowed down immediately. <laughs> oh, my God. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. And so let's let's hit our first uh, uh, real physical people, I think, you know, portrayed mm-hmm. by real actors. That's uh, uh, Raven and Chelsea from That's So Raven. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? This is, are all friendships that I just didn't notice, like a smart person and a dumb person? Uh, kind of. <laughs> I didn't really realize that, but well, we'll that's get, we'll happening get again to here. a couple later where it's just two dumb people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> you're so right. Um, so Raven and Chelsea, I don't remember a ton about their friendship, but I also remember there's some fighting. They always make up. That happens mm-hmm. a ton. Um, but, <sighs> but hey, given my uh, system I've, I've set up here, for me, that's at least a hot. If you have a fight and, and stay together. Mm-hmm. You're at minimum a hot friendship. I will give them hot. All right. Sounds good to me. Love it. Now uh, this one. Yeah. I don't know much about this show in general. Oh, great. Well, then you can let me give them Diablo. Chandler and Joey oh, from Friends. They're the ones oh, that live easily. together, right? Yes. Another smart person and a dumb person. Wow. Uh, <laughs> they live together for most of the series. They, you, know. you could, I mean, argue that the Friends... As a whole, you know, you could put them all together. But I think Chandler and Joey is where we need to hone in here. And I think they're Diablo friends, iconic friends. If you if you put the whole group together, where would you put them? Just down like at hot, maybe? I would give them fire, I think. Mm, yeah. I, but that might just be, I love friends a lot. I, they might deserve hot as a unit. But Chandler and Joey, I have no doubt, go up to Diablo. Do we have The Office represented in this list here? No. What friendship would you pick from The Office? Well, here's the thing. When you talked about the friends as a unit, mm-hmm. it, made, it immediately made me think of the office as a unit. And what better example of a Verde friendship than the whole office yes, dynamic? Sure, sure. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> I almost put so, like Dwight and Michael down, but like, I, I don't know. It's just not, there's not like a lot of like friends on the, that show. And I never, and I never finished the office either. So I don't know sure. how their friendship ends. It but like really the, evolves. The majority of what I've seen of The Office, like that's a that's not even a friendship. That's, that's, right, right. That's the way it's sucking up for advancement, yeah. but not, like Michael like stringing them along. <laughs> it's definitely uh, complicated. But let's hop on over to this uh, foursome over here. This uh, dynamic duo times two o. That is uh, the Golden <laughs> Girls. I just made that up, by the way. <laughs> that's good. That's very good. <laughs> I think the Golden Golden Girls are hot yeah they are but what about their friendships <laughs> <laughs> i would say hot maybe what What do you think i'm d- I'm down for middle of the road hot here yeah yeah if i had to go one way i'd say mild so that's why i was asking you but uh because i don't want to oversell all our friendships you know especially because we have so many top tier friendships here mm-hmm. somebody's got to get mild uh, yeah it's up to you what do you think mild or hot uh let's i'm sticking with hot i'm okay. sticking with hot, hot it is him. Cause they're, cause again, with my little system I have set up here, they're constantly mm-hmm. fighting with each That's other. For sure. But That's at the end of the sure. day, you know, they'll still attend each other's funerals. Moving on to uh, <laughs> Bill and Ted of uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and then the third one. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving these guys all right. A couple of musicians working together. Don't know how to play music very well, anyways. But they still, through life and death, work together not only to make music but to save mankind. Wow. And, you know, get a good grade on their uh, history presentation. I give okay. that friendship. And I wanna, and when I first wrote it down, I thought I was going to give it a super low one. 
because mm-hmm. they're basically a couple of idiots who happen to be <laughs> close enough to each other that they cross paths and now are idiots together forever, which yeah. sells me on a Diablo friendship. Diablo. Yeah, man. They they through through history and time, space and and friendship that lasts through life and death and relife because they mm-hmm. they die and come back in the second one. Wow. Um, that's a Diablo friendship for sure. Maybe the best friendship on this list. I've I've oversold oh. it now to me. Yeah, <laughs> but I believe I've never it. Seen, I believe it. I'm not familiar with this universe at all. I think they go to White Castle at some point. Um, is that true? That's Harold and Kumar. Ah, dang it! And that's 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 a pretty fire friendship. <laughs> so I will submit to your expertise on Bill and Ted. Their friendship with death is actually pretty good too. I'd give like <laughs> Bill and Ted's friendship with death a hot or a fire too. Okay, all right. Um, but hop into a show that I am deeply intimate with, a show that I kind of grew up on in like middle school, high school. Uh, I don't know. I think we already established this. You are not a fan of Degrassi. You never really all. watched it. I don't know anything about it. Well, there's two characters in the show that uh, at least one of them, everyone's going to know, and that's uh, Spinner and Jimmy. Jimmy, Drake, the rapper. Oh, Oh, yeah. oh yeah, he was yeah. on that show, huh? Wheel t- wheelchair Jimmy, after he gets shot because of Spinner. <laughs> Yikes! But, but their friendship it hits its ups and downs. You know, Spinner steals from Jimmy. Jimmy calls him out on stealing and doesn't want to be his friend anymore. Spinner gets Jimmy shot. Jimmy's stuck in a wheelchair. Sure, of course. But they like reunite eventually. Classic um, friendship. I'm gonna give that one a hot. That's a hot friendship right there. All right, hot it is. And that actually leads us into another show that I'm just going to, we're supposed to go back and forth yeah, here. Yeah, you go for it. But this is another show that I threw this one up. The last three I put in the list and mm-hmm. you hadn't seen any of those. So I'll just mm-hmm. cover this one and then we'll throw it back to you. But mm-hmm. Goku and Vegeta. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard of Goku. What's it called? Idols turned rivals. That's Aww. like one of the, one of the things that you hear about people like in sports, like if you're swimming, like your idol is Michael Phelps. But if you're close enough in age, oh, one day sure. you're challenging him. Uh, these are rivals turned buddies, super friends. Like, like uh, Vegeta showed up on Earth to kill Goku. Cause, okay, because Goku killed his brother. That's a story for oh another time. Gosh. Well, I'll spoiler give you the alert. I'll give you the whole spoiler. That's like season <laughs> one um, of twenty. I don't even know, but uh, I'll get off air. I'll give you the whole history of of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, and Dragon Ball Super. But. Uh, these guys um, have their their friendship is rooted in wanting to beat each other up. Like who's the strongest? And they've gone from like wanting to kill each other to training together to see who can come out on top. Mm-hmm. Separating, come together. It's a pretty great friendship. I'm gonna give it a fire. Okay, fire it is. Um, I, it's gonna be hard for me to to do anything less than fire. I might. I don't know. I think this next one. This next one. Sorry, That's JD. Good. JD. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Christopher Turk from Scrubs. I think just their friendship is fire. And then when you include the song Guy Love, it's love between two guys, I that might send them to Diablo for me. Dude, chest bump, bottom bump. Oh, that's another is there, great. Is there anything? Cool? Eagle! <laughs> that is... Diablo uh, Friends. That's full on Diablo Friends. Maybe, I don't know who I said was the best friendship above here. I think that's probably the mm. top tier all right i got one more that i'm gonna 
that I'm going to challenge you on later, but I think they're probably a good two. Well, let's check in on uh, good old South Park. What state are they in? Colorado? It's the town of South Park, Colorado. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to take some integrity with this uh, <laughs> uh, review of this friendship here. Are we Are we just hitting up the four main boys here, or are we going to dive so. into a couple of those friendships there? I think four, you may want to put Butters in, because he subs in for Kenny for, for a long time, I think. This friendship, as a, as a unit, might get a, a Verde stamp for me, because of how toxic that friendship is. It's pretty nasty, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, if cool. you went with like what Kyle and Stan, yeah, that's that's maybe a, that's a fire, maybe even Diablo. Yeah, but as as the unit, they're bad friends. <laughs> yeah, Kenny's got a hot friendship with each and every one of them separately. Kenny kind of has that ability to. I think if anything, sure. Kenny's the glue that holds the like four it. together. I think you're right. And uh, Cartman, I feel like isn't friends with any of them, but is no. friends with all of them as one. It's so sure. weird. It's like that. Yeah. It's like that friend in the. I've and I've been this, so I'm not tearing anyone down if they relate with this. But like the person that's in the friend group who only hangs out with everyone as a group, okay. but never oh, gets yeah. to branch off. Yeah, with the others individuals. I felt like that even a couple times at college. But we're we're not going to get into that today. I don't think. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, South Park boys. Giving that a what did I say? Verde. Yeah, that's Verde. Verde. Yeah, Verde. I think so. I think so. Pretty green. All right, so then we have Harry Potter, Ron Weasley, Hermione Granger. Great friends. Gets a little nasty there in the end. Yeah, pretty weird. <laughs> but that happens with friends. You know how it is. That's true. Well, here, here's... I don't know where I would rate them throughout their lives, but in the last movie, in the last scene, spoiler alerts, skip 15 seconds... They're standing on a platform together. Years later, still as friends. Mm -hmm. That says a lot. That's years later after conflict has settled and and they've moved on with their lives. That's That's a good point. That's at least fire. Oh, okay. I just said hot, so I'd give you fire. That's fire right there. Fire it is. Then we have uh, Star Wars, a great cinematic universe, but also a lot of great friendships. We picked out possibly the best one from the nine... Uh, main movies, uh, plus all the uh, extra stuff, but uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yes. What are you thinking? That's a great friendship. Um, what do you? What would you say about Hot? Is I that a little low? Hot's where to start. Yeah. Hot's where yeah. to start the conversation. Yeah. Though you never really see him in conflict either, so. That's true. I mean, I still feel confident yeah. starting off at Hot, but it doesn't meet my standard for an instant Hot. Mm-hmm. You know, a little instant pot, you know what I'm saying? You, you put it in, you hit the air fryer. Uh, I'm, feel, I'm feeling pretty confident with Hot, maybe five. Yeah. It is a long time to be together. Right. That's a good point. That's a good point. And we never see him apart either. When they're brought back in in the, in the third trilogy, mm-hmm. they're like still working together all those years later. Yeah. And like, not like the Harry Potter kids where they're just like sending their kids to school. Like, they're gray. Yeah. And old. And still coming up with schemes to turn a buck, and I give that I give that a fire. Fire. All right, I think fire's fair. This is one thing, like I said, I mentioned off air. Like we weren't. I, I, there's a lot of friendships in the universe that I just picked the one I was most familiar with, and so I think fire's fair for that for that reason. How about Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence? Are we talking real life? Or are we talking the 
the Broadway no, no. fictional, the fictional <laughs> one. Yeah, um, is he the one who plays his son later? Yes, yes. I just yes, wanted yes. to. Okay, so if I could put a face to it, then I know who we're talking about. Sure. That's a pretty good friendship. Yeah, the what got me there was the the experience of John Lawrence's death, mm-hmm. uh, which was not in the soundtrack, but they put in the movie, which was a great moment in the movie that was surprising, and I wept. Um, I think Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence get a hot, acceptable, hot, hot I it accept is. That. <laughs> and then uh, we take on uh, another duo, uh, enemies turned frenemies turned brothers, and the movie mm. Step Brothers. Yes, the iconic uh, duo, the two main characters. Um, what's their names in the in the movie? Uh, it's Will Ferrell and John something. John C. Riley. Yeah. Everyone knows who we're talking about. And I yeah. feel like a lot of people also struggle with, with their names, yeah, but know the so. friendship. Somebody's um, screaming at the, at the podcast. <laughs> How don't you know? <laughs> ah! <laughs> screaming. Um, I give that... I, give, I mean, it meets my threshold for hot, but I almost give it a mild. Oh, okay. I was going to go to fire, so if you want to settle on hot, that would be comfortable for me. Hey, that sounds good to me. Uh, I had an ulterior motive for adding one to the list. And that was that it would give me this duo. <laughs> Take it. Take it away, sir. <laughs> Troy and Abed are best friends. <laughs> Do you know anything about Community? I've watched the first two seasons. That's probably good. Me, a little, like, and then the random episodes, like, you see replaying on yeah. TBS and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, that show is uh, a real tragedy there at the end. But Troy and Abed, I think, are iconic friends. And you may have just talked me out of... <laughs> <laughs> putting them above JD and Turk uh, just because of the longevity of the show. But here's the thing. There's there's windows of how, of what fits into each thing. JD and Turk, they're at like the top end of Diablo. So there's some other friendships that can be Diablo, but just like a little Oh lower. yeah. I have no doubt about giving them Diablo. I I'm talking about like the number 1. Oh, all right. On this list, this is where I would have put them. I'm not going to put them number 1 over JD and Turk. But that's a good argument. I need JD some time, but Turk. yeah, uh yeah, JD and Turk is probably a good number one. But anyway, Troy Nabed, incredible friendship, Diablo for me. I'll give it a fire. Okay. Because I never got to see the completion of their friendship story arc. Um, and I can, I can well, only assume they could become better friends as time goes on, right? Yeah, plus a huge rivalry. Did you see the pillow fight? No. Oh, oh well, that would send you into Diablo. How dare I not seen every TV show or movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. They have a huge fight, and then they come back together. That sounds great. And then Troy leaves the show, and then there is so much conflict. It's such a beautiful friendship. Is that for, like, a long time? Childish Gambino, like, the, the rapper, actor, like, left the show? Don, Don, Donnie Glover? Yeah, the last season or two? I keep he's forgetting. Just, but. He's just too big for it and moved on? Well, he sails off with LeVar Burton. In the show? Yeah. <laughs> You know how it is. <laughs> Did any of the people from community ever graduate from the community college? <laughs> just, just... Uh, I want to say in the very end. It gets weird, yeah, because like, one of them comes back as a professor, and somebody like owns the... I think Shirley owns a sandwich shop in the in the food court. Like they, They're really stretching to keep people there at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah I think the very last season, they're like an alumni uh, group. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that takes us off to... Is this our first real-world friendship portrayed by those people as well because like hamilton and lawrence were like they're real people and they probably right, knew right, each right. other but we know 
that Justin Timberlake and Jimmy Fallon, they're friends. Yeah, these last three are like real-life celebrity friendships that I just, you know, that are iconic. Here's one of the things when it comes to real-life celebrity friendships. How forced is this friendship? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Justin Timberlake and Jimmy Fallon? It, I, I feel like a forced friendship is hard to, like, to, hard to happen, you know? Like, because you can be friends with anyone that you want. Like, and everyone's trying to fake be a friendship, be a friend for you. I just think, like... When you see a real Hollywood friendship, you can tell. Yeah. And in my opinion, Justin Timberlake and Jimmy Fallon have achieved that true Hollywood friendship. Just from their bits alone on the Fallon show, I'm willing yeah. to give this friendship a fire. Fire is where I was going to. And then we can move into a, a female Hollywood friendship, uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I don't know much about them outside of the world of entertainment. I just know that they are hilarious and great in um, Baby Mama. Okay. And I've seen them work together in like different like shows and stuff. But mm-hmm. t- tell me a little bit more about them. S- well, sell, goes all sell the way this back. friendship to me. It goes all the way back to Mean Girls, right? They were both in Mean Girls. Um, I think they really blossomed as friends through Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. Um, they did the, uh, the, what is it called? The Weekly Report? Oh, yeah. Called? Yeah. The Weekly, is that what it's called? The Weekly Report? Sure. That doesn't sound right. You know, but you know what I'm talking about. That show. They did that together. Uh, they're just a powerhouse and, and they don't, I, I heard an interview with, I think somebody was actually just talking about an interview with Tina Fey that she said they don't do a lot together now because they're both alpha females and <laughs> just can't, you know, they both need to get, need to be in charge and it's rocky when they work together. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I think that they are, but they're genuine friends and the longevity, like we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Knowing their boundaries is a big deal. Uh, I'm gonna give them fire. Yeah, either hot or fire. That's that sounds like a pretty healthy friendship too. Knowing their limits seems that way. Yeah, yeah. And then our that last friendship of the evening. Um, this okay. I'm not. I don't want to crap on this friendship, but it oh. seems like one of those fake Hollywood friendships that like it doesn't feel real to me. Oh no. But maybe it's because I don't like Kevin Hart that much as a person. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna give him Diablo, I believe in his <laughs> The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. Yeah, I want to give it a Verde because it just feels weird to me. And you want and you want to give it. A, this is the biggest spread I think possible for sure. Yeah, but hey, man, that's what makes us such great Diablo friends. Is that what we're willing Diablo to, friends? So uh, that should be the name of the show. Moving yeah, I'll on. put that in the title somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, so I guess. I guess The Rock and Kevin Hart are hot friends then, yeah? Hey, I'm willing to accept you, Diablo. I just, it, I just, it's not for me. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. But that's uh, that's some some Diablo friends, in your opinion. Well, then let's go fire. I, I feel like we can't have a one-sided Diablo. All right. Fire it Especially is. Especially when it's that hard. Fire friends. Yeah. Good job. Fire it is. Good job. Yeah. Good job, Dwayne. And, go us. And Kevin. And them. Little, little Kevin. Big old rock. <laughs> it's not a boulder. It's the rock. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about our friendships and what we look for in friends and how our experience through our lives has been with friends. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Oh man, what better friendship than saying moist around people who don't like <laughs> moist? Like what, what, it, it, nothing goes better than the word moist and people who don't like the word moist, you know? <laughs> that's so true. That's like, a, wow. that's a Diablo friendship if I've ever heard one. <laughs> I'm going to be really honest. My headphones started electrocuting me last night. <laughs> what? 
so I don't know what that's about, <laughs> but it's freaking me out a little bit, and I don't know where it comes from, but strap in. It could happen. Great. Great. And we're back. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for uh, hanging in there with us. Uh, let's dive right back into our topic this week. We're uh, talking about friendship. We're talking about the friendships of our lives. We're talking about, you know, making friends over time, developing, cultivating those friendships. Yeah. And uh, I think that what better place to start than our childhood friendships? The, the mm-hmm. friendships we have as young lads running around with hoops and sticks and... and uh, <laughs> Skipping with joy, with candy in our pockets. What, what are you thinking here? Hoops and sticks. Did you have any neighbor, like neighborhood friends? Yeah, and I had some weird ones too, man. Yeah. Yeah, this one kid across the street who I was only like hanging out with because he was the kid across the street. Yeah. He had a snapping turtle in a kiddie pool with no water in it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "How'd you get this?" He's like, "My dad got it," and I was like, oh, "Okay," <laughs> and like he's like reaching over the stick, making the the turtle like bite the stick, and it just made me oh, no. every time the the turtle like bit off part of the stick, I like took another step back. I was like, oh. <laughs> "Yeah, you don't mess with snapping turtles." And here's here's how shallow neighborhood friends can be. Um, I wasn't hanging out with them, but I was just being a, a overall degenerate, and I like mm-hmm. broke a glass bottle in an alleyway. And he like noticed and then without saying anything to me he like ran and like told my parents on me wow <laughs> yeah so so great friendships we have here yeah awesome <laughs> um i was you know grew up in the woods so like i legitimately didn't have any neighborhood friends <laughs> like that wasn't a thing but like your parents they would bring around like other local parents children to like try to like yeah. be like oh let's let's socialize <laughs> our kids you know yes i did have one there was one family. I think the story, I don't know how it happened, but our grandmas became friends. Mm-hmm. And so soon we were having like huge, I've talked about them before. Actually, I apologize to one Davin because I convinced him to ride his bike down the hill when he barely knew how to ride a bike mm. and Jonathan, cause I broke his leg playing football. Um, so Jonathan and Davin were, you know, my main friends growing up, like through mm-hmm. elementary school, even through middle school. Um, they would always be at my grandma's for like Sunday dinners, watching the Steelers game, or we'd have birthday parties together, that kind of stuff. So they were definitely my first like childhood friends. Yeah. The, uh, the whole, like your parents have friends and you know, they all kind of have kids around the same time, which was that on purpose? I don't get it. Like maybe there's all similar age, but like all mm-hmm. of my parents' friends who are similar age to them also had kids like, at the exact same time. And yeah. so, there we would have like get-togethers, parties, birthday parties with like friends who I'm not friends with anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they're only around, and they're only like we only really hung out because our parents hung out, you know. Yeah. And some mm-hmm. some of them, very few times, those friendships can like break beyond that as you get older. Yeah. But it's like I appreciate our parents trying. You know, what mm-hmm. weird as would yeah. it be if we didn't have any friends as kids? That is for sure. I'd have been a lot more bored. But as we get a little older, you know, we get to branch out. We get to find <laughs> our own friends. We can we can develop those friend groups of our own without the the guidance of our parents. Occasionally, you, you find that one weirdo that your parents like. Don't invite that kid over to the house. You know, I don't know if you've <laughs> yeah. had, ever had that oh, real yeah. conversation. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like going from like, oh, all right, you're around, so I guess we're friends to like. <laughs> 
I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to him, you know? <laughs> like, getting yeah. to be a little pick. And, 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 you know, like, you ever be on, like, the the losing side of that? Like, someone decides they don't want to be oh, friends yeah. with you as, like, a little kid? Have you ever kid? been voted off of a lunch table? No, <laughs> I have not, and I want to hear about this. Yeah, I got voted out of a lunch table once. Um, the issue was that they had held a vote on somebody else sitting at the lunch table, and I didn't know the other person. This is a really great story. Remember when we were in SGA together mm-hmm. and the first meeting I was at and they had a vote and I abstained from the vote because I didn't like know what was happening. Do you yeah. remember this? So at this table, there's a lunch table vote in middle school. I didn't know the kid they were voting on, so I didn't vote. And these kids didn't have the logic to put together like, oh, he didn't vote because he didn't know the person. That makes great sense. He's very admirable. No, they said he didn't vote to get this guy at our lunch table. Let's vote on him. And they kicked me out of the lunch table. Wow. Did it, was it a permanent thing? Or do you, yeah. end up, you never went back to that table? Those kids no. weren't your friends anymore? Not, not to my knowledge. I should say my memory has, I have fabricated memories before, yeah. but to my knowledge, I never went back. They were, I, I mean, oh, that's so it sad. was probably for the better. It definitely, but... <laughs> definitely is for yeah. the better. But just imagine yeah. you like the next day you get your food, you go out and you, and you almost sit down at the table and you're like, oh wait, I'm not allowed to sit here anymore. <laughs> like and prison. <laughs> just like someone in the back room is practicing the violin. <laughs> you wander yeah. off to find some new friends. Yeah, I hadn't relived that memory in a long time. I'm glad we can pull it out here today. <laughs> it was instead of therapy, white guys start podcasts. <laughs> it's our motto. But yeah, um, as we get older, you know, finding friends, like, I, I think I've been pretty successful about finding some friends. Yeah. You know, um, you have a little list here. You want to you run down a couple of these? Well, I had a, one friend that I, I think we just, like in second grade, we just started hanging out. His name's Zach. And, um, he was a buddy that we got really close. I took him, we went to church together every week. I would hang out with his, he, uh, his dad was the chief of the volunteer fire department. So we would go hang out there all the time. And I hung out at his house all the time. I'd spend like multiple nights in a row there. And, uh, it, like I said, started in second grade. And I remember in middle school watching fear factor and seeing like the best friend version of fear factor. And they're like, we've been friends in second grade. And I was like, that's going to be us someday. And <laughs> then we got to high school and just. Picked different paths. Jeez. <laughs> you know how it happens. You just like, you know, it just ended up in different worlds. I think mm-hmm. he did Votech or something. And so, like, we didn't even, we barely went to school together anymore. And uh, just kind of waned after that. Yeah, I remember, um, well, before I get into that, I went to, b- before between preschool and graduating high school, I think I went to eight or nine different schools. Jeez. Um, hopping elementary schools. Hopping high schools, then there's the middle school, and I did do like uh, a Votech esque uh, training mm-hmm. school, trade school, and uh, it led to some really weird temporary friendships. Not a lot of those, like yeah. when you change that off, the, there's not very many friendships that get to like span at all and last. Sure. Um, but one one of the things that like stuck with me was like. Goku and Vegeta, <laughs> not not unlike those like uh, those rivals. Uh, I have a friend. We've talked about him a couple times, Steve, and uh, him and I did not like each other. And I don't exactly know why we didn't like each other. Maybe like our personalities clashed when we were little, like preteens at the roller rink. But uh, yeah. <laughs> he was making fun of someone who I deemed what I would call today an associate, but back then I would call a friend. Um, 
he was making fun of someone and I didn't like it. And so I said, Hey, stop. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, why don't you make me? And, and all right. So we're on rollerblades, right? And so I skate up to him and like, I will make you stop. And I grab him right on, right on the chest. I grab his shirt. He does the exact same thing to me. We twist and then we fall like straight to the floor. Like, cause we're, yeah. on, cause we're on rollerblades <laughs> and like, we're like trying to like fight each other, like on the floor, like, like as if like we're in the NHL or something, just still going, waiting for the ref to pull us apart. <laughs> and, uh, side note, doesn't really add to the story, uh, for the friendship wise, but the person who pulled us apart was my mother checking up on us. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, story for another day, but this is the first time my mother had ever checked up on me at the roller rink after going there for years. And it just happened to be the one Found time. Found you in a fight? Yep. And I got suspended from the roller rink. But, but he is a really good friend of Jason. And I'm, he, like Jason to me is one of those childhood friends that are like forced because like his dad and my dad are best friends. Yeah. That spanned out of that. Cool. And so, because that broke out of that, now we're like choosing to be friends. Um, Jason's friends with Steve, and I'm friends with Jason, and Jason has a birthday. And so he has everyone over. It's going to be a pool party and a sleepover and like a big tent on their like back deck. Mm-hmm. And so I'm there, and Steve's there, and we're like looking at each other. And we're like, we like, we like go off to the side, and we're like, hey, man we're here for Jason like the the lamest story wow. ever like some type of like dramatic like film movie. like scored by uh, uh, Scorsese and it's like hey <laughs> the past is the past man <laughs> and then we lift out a hand and we do like an actual like handshake to, to squash our beef for the Good better for, you. for the betterment of Jason's birthday party it's very mature and we became like best friends like <laughs> like he introduced me to pro wrestling uh, again, we kept hanging out with, with Jason. Steve kind of lived out in the wilderness almost like you did, except yeah, he had a couple of neighbors, but really no one his age. And so when Steve and my friendship synced up, plus Jason being a friend of both of us, like we became yeah. this like perfect little triangle of, of little boys being friends. And we would like go to Steve's house, go to Jason's house, go to my house on this like rotation where we were That's we awesome. were hanging out like every weekend we were at each other's houses and it was, That's great. Yeah. Um also I gave him a pretty horrible nickname uh and I I'm redacting it cuz I don't want <laughs> redacted cuz cuz someone I you know I moved away for a long time and I just recently yeah. moved back. Yeah, yeah. And so um I was with Steve a couple months ago and someone called him and I was like and I looked over at Steve. I could see the look. Of, oh, I said the name. Keep bleep. Keep bleep. The, the yeah, name. yeah, yeah. Um, and I looked at him, and he could like, see like the sadness. I was like, why'd you, why'd you call him that? And he's like, oh, that's his nickname. And I look at Steve, and he's like, yeah, people still call me that. And I gave him that nickname. And so, and so if you do remember, please bleep out the nickname I said because I don't want people calling him that anymore. Because he's he's better than that nickname. Oh, you got it. Wait, is <laughs> the name I need to bleep? Is the name you need to bleep? Okay, got it. <laughs> it's a pretty dumb nickname but i love it i had like one friend that like has really that i still have to this day that started pretty early uh his name's donnie and i know you know donnie we go back we go way back to i think middle school his dad became the pastor of our church and uh i think it all began because we were going on this trip to a like concert 
uh, festival, like a music festival. And I was the only other person that signed up. So it was just me and Donnie and his dad. And it was weird to like see your pastor barbecuing and wearing shorts and farting. Um, but that was what I was quickly exposed to. And, you know, ever since that trip, Donnie and I were really close. I spent a lot of nights at his house and uh, we were just like, you know, in the early like finding love stages mm-hmm. of like, you know, girls and the complications that that brings. We were like kind of riding through that together. So uh, we had a, a lot of the formative years we spent together and even through high school, like I said, and then in college, we were roommates. So and to this day, you know, distance makes it difficult. We're not like super close. Um physically so you know it it can be difficult to maintain a friendship that way but he's the type of friend that i can call up anytime and you know have a a conversation just like the old days and we pop in every once in a while so he's a friend that started like really young and has maintained to this day just like persevered through yeah yeah and and like i said it's that distance thing like where we can go for months and not really talk Mm -hmm. but then send a meme or then make a phone call or stop in and you know we can always get back together I always felt like my brother Andrew, um, you know, what would you call him? One of your like first friends, your your siblings. Sure. But uh, sure. he w- always seemed to be able to like find groups to get along with easier than me. And okay. so, like as we hit like high school age, um, middle school, high school, like his friends were always around, and I was kind of cursory there, like on the outside, but slowly mm-hmm. got like brought in a little bit, you know? Cool. Because like just from sheer amount of time together but then mm-hmm. that's that's like a starting point but then once you actually start to like create memories doing dumb things you know like being hooligans on the town you start to like actually form those form those friendships so like andrew would have all these friends he would be skating with skateboarding with and i didn't know how to do anything on a skateboard but i had one and so i get to like <laughs> travel around the town with them you know just like tag yeah. along um i i even bought a video camera at one point to like record them skating so like you don't have to learn a trick when you're the cameraman you know that's great um (laughs) and it was ridiculous sometimes you know because you get heated with people and andrew's really the the glue of the friendship so like you get like super pissed off someone that you wouldn't want to be around with or even be friends with anymore but he's still friends with andrew so you can't just throw them away as a friend you know um but like one of like the highlights of adopting Andrew's friends as my friends <laughs> is uh, <laughs> we would stay up through all hours of the night playing this one game. Have you ever played Rock Band? Oh yeah. I looked up how to buy a new one, like to like play it, like with just me and Emily. Even like yeah. I was on drums, she was on guitar, or whatever. It costs yeah. like five hundred dollars to get like a new one. Jeez. And like you can find the old parts occasionally for stuff but you never know when those things are going to break but we would like we'd go over to our friend cody's house and we would play rock band from like sunset to sunrise sometimes yep and uh you know they were all better at it than me just like skating (laughs) but i was the only person who knew how to like hit the not that i'm actually like singing well but on the microphone i can make the thing go to the right (laughs) points and so while everyone else is playing like like what's the highest rating expert yeah something like that um i was the only person to do expert on the on the mic because if they put me on bass or guitar or drums we'd have to like lower difficulty but we're on tour and we need every star we can get and you can only get the maximum stars if everyone's playing on expert and so it was literally like them playing the hardest they could and me having karaoke for like 12 hours a day (laughs) (laughs) that's so annoying i've been that guy that like has to be the singer because no one else can do it and it's so frustrating that was the beginning of me hamming it up (laughs) 
like that portion of my yeah, okay. personality, like I would overdo it. Like I would get like in their face, like while they're playing, like as if we were actually on stage. The beginning of your improv career. Exactly. I think that's like where <laughs> it actually like began. I have, I'll come back to rock band friends, but first, like a little earlier, I have what I call my nerd friends. Um, when I was in fifth grade, I tested into the gifted program and that varies from school to school what that means, but it's like, you know, like the nerd program. And so I had I had been friends with one with Jonathan um, for a you know a little bit we went to the same elementary school, but when I got into the nerd program we would like ride the bus to the class together and we would you know like spend a lot more time together, um, and I met his friend Jeff through this program and Jonathan and Jeff and I have been friends for since then you know <laughs> since fifth grade really um, we went through it's really cool because like through middle school and high school we went through like six different like teachers like teaching our class mm-hmm. um whereas usually you would have like one in middle school and then one in high school but we went through so many because of the transitions but our core stayed the same right so like our friends are going through these teachers like crazy so we like learned how to like play a game with this teacher <laughs> and then later we would have to readjust and like oh i know how to never have to do anything in this class <laughs> um, <laughs> we played a lot of age of empires together and pocket tanks and uh runescape we played oh, a lot of video games together. Oh yeah. my gosh! And, and even like a today, episode? No. <laughs> I, yeah. I could talk for hours, but I, I think that if anyone listened to it, they would stop listening to us. <laughs> yeah, right. I could as well. Um, even to this day, when when lockdown happened, we were like, okay, what are we gonna do together? And so we started playing Puzzle Pirates. Do you know anything about Puzzle Pirates? You've talked to me about Puzzle Pirates. <laughs> it's a horrible game. It's made for children, basically. Uh, and yeah, it's just I, like I puzzles. That, uh, but yeah. you still wanted me to hop in. <laughs> <laughs> so we're playing puzzle pirates a lot lately uh this game is crazy it doesn't deserve an episode by any means but uh like they're still supporting like the servers they're still adding new features mm-hmm. decades after anyone's playing anyway so um a lot of video game basis for this friendship do you have any friendships like that before we get into college because i have one more i want to do but like that were based off of like skills or interests uh it kind of reminds me of uh a couple people i have written down here uh, I wasn't sure if I was even going to include it, but that's a great segue into, like, people whose weirdness met my weirdness. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. Like, I felt like on the outside of the popular kids, and even, like, there's, like, popular, and then there's, like, popular adjacent, and then sure. there's, like, normies, and then there's, like, me. <laughs> and not normies in a bad way, but, the, like, like the, yeah, yeah. the proper use of, like, normal kids, and then, like, me, yeah. like, out there, yeah. like, wearing a Dragon Ball Z t-shirt, and... <laughs> <laughs> like eating boogers not that i, I don't you were that into college i don't you? think i ever ate a booger but uh, i wouldn't put it past uh <laughs> elementary school kid you've me. never eaten a booger i don't think so i don't think so it's That's probably te- believe. it's a texture thing though uh, okay i'm in you're right it's a texture thing <laughs> i believe it you know if it was a better texture i'd probably be eating boogers all day <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> is that gonna be the cold open right there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, but no, just like uh, I had this friend Curtis, um, who I don't know if he like ever en- entered fully into an emo phase, but he- he's kind of like he was on the outside of of like the regular kids and like yeah, uh, I don't think any of these kids will be list- these adults now. Like, geez, they're all everyone I'm talking about is a full grown you know walking around adult now. I don't think any of them will ever find this podcast, but but. Yeah. Curtis, Brendan, Derek, James, like what you called your nerd friends. Like they, like they were like people who like, 
it's when you learn that it's not about who's around, but people who you have similar interests with and even niche yes. interests with. That's where like yes. a lot of these really good friendships uh, spawn from. I don't think I'm really, f- I don't even know where half of them are anymore. Yeah. And, uh, but there's, you know, they, I've had great memories because of those friendships. And, and sometimes a friendship is still good, even if it is only for a short amount of time. That is a hard pill to swallow for me. Yeah. Um, I have one more interest-based group. I, I did a lot of theater all like my whole life. Well, I don't know, starting in middle school. And then uh, in high school, I started going to a community theater. So like uh, the director for the musical at our high school did one in, in the community as well. And she like recruited a bunch of us. And I actually went with my friend Sam, who was a friend for like a year or two or three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, one of those great friends for a little while. Um and like he was giving me a ride and stuff because like I was like I would love to do this with Sam we're we're great buds, and he quickly quit. <laughs> so um so what's weird about community theater is like there was a couple friends like that I had from school, but mostly it's people from other schools that I just had never met before, mm-hmm. and I was like always felt weird about that like getting to know new people. I would always struggle with that. Yeah. Um. So through the year it was Greece was the show the first show that we did, and through Greece. Um, I made friends with a guy named Zach and a, a guy named Caleb. Um, and, and later after Greece, other shows of uh, my friend named Ben came who, also known as fluff. Um, and I, we kind of lost track of Caleb, but Zach and fluff, like still to this day are great friends in my wedding friends. Um, you didn't meet Zach cause he lived in far away and couldn't make it to the wedding. But, um, like friends that like are that kind of friend mm-hmm. I met doing theater together, but turned into like, he would drive 45 minutes to come get me like to hang out at his house. So drive 45 to get me, go back to his house. And then at two in the morning, drive me back home. And like, they're just like that kind of friend ride or die. Um, and to this day, really great friends that we are processing girls together, life tragedies, you know, grandparents dying, like all kinds of stuff. We like walk through together. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's nice having those like lifelong friendships and it's so weird navigating friendships when we're just kids. Yeah. But then we hit that point where it's like, okay, I think I know how friendships work. Yeah. Let's go to college. <laughs> and I think that's uh, our next, like, I, like it's, it's weird. Cause you're still, basically a kid figuring it out but i think there's a strong distinction between like you're forced to be at the school you're at you're forced to be around the kids of your parents friends but like when you choose to actually step out now i'm making the choices of my life yeah it's it's a little different very different um speaking of choices like i said when i first got into college i roomed with donnie uh, because he was the only person i knew that was going to the same college and so we roomed together but we made great friends with some people across the hall gavin and ben shout out we were really great friends um you know again distance kind of makes it difficult but uh we definitely still connect and and got to spend a lot of time together through that um and then well, I don't know. I don't want to move faster than you're ready to, but after that living arrangement in one hall, I brought all those friends into an apartment that I had to fill with some other people, and I knew mm-hmm. a guy named Mario. Ooh, and enter in. <laughs> enter in the best friend. <laughs> uh, Diablo friends. Diablo friends to the end. Though there is no end, really. We're going to grow old doing this podcast, and we're going to go to an old <laughs> folks home. We already went down that path, but... <laughs> But yeah, the apartment was a crazy time. Um, like, 
you like basically like, Hey, I'm getting an apartment. Do you want to move in? And I was like, well, I haven't even picked my lottery number yet. And you're like, Oh no, I'm the RA. And I was like, <laughs> I'm a VIP here. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, sick. Like without even having to try, I'm just like in the yeah. apartment. Great. Like I moved yeah. in, I, I did every chore needed to be done. You know, yeah, I, was the, of course. I was the ideal roommate. It was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, college was like a, an interesting time because I had like recently gone through a transformational period of my life, like right at the end of high school. Yeah. And then going to college because of that change in my life, like I was still trying to find a fitting of who I was in this new stage of who I, sure. who I was becoming. And I, I, my first roommate, like didn't work out at all. I think we lived together for like three weeks before I moved to a single apartment or a single room. Yeah. yeah. Um, joined SGA like right off the bat. And so like, it's weird. Cause this probably is, as I'm saying it out loud, it makes so much sense. Those are like some of my first friendships getting into college. And it was based around a group where we argue with each other the whole time. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's like live right now. It's, it's kind of clicking. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, choosing the things you want to be a part of like SGA or the improv team. Like when I was like, yeah, I only joined the improv team because I was so done with school and like not really feeling like I fit in that. I was like, I was like, I'll just go up and say whatever I want because worst case scenario, no one laughs. Basically scenario, people think I'm funny or something. I don't know. And so <laughs> like people went up trying so hard to get on the improv team and I just let whatever came to my mind fly and it worked. Yeah. And then I just kept doing it for <laughs> yeah. years. Um, I guess like one of the, there's a lot of people we could shout out for our friendships that we got in college. You yeah. know, there's, there's yeah. tons of them. Jake, our one listener, um, Zach way. What a, what a great guy. It's not gay. Yeah. If it's Zach way, um, a friendship <laughs> that I want to like hit up is George. Um, yeah. You know, George. Yeah. Uh, George, like, I don't know how this, friendship developed so nicely but it's it's like weird because he's not someone who like looking through the history of people who i've been friends with he kind of fits in with that that uh people whose weirdness meets my own sure yeah but like as full-grown adults you know Mm -hmm. and like when we like chose separately to decide to invest in each other you know, mm-hmm. like either one of us could have walked away to different friend groups like that, but we kept choosing each other each day. We even became, before we moved into, before you and I moved into the apartment, we were roommates for a little bit. Big mistake. We ended up like, as soon as like the double across the hall opened up, I moved over there, <laughs> but that didn't break the friendship either. Cause then we would just hang out in what was our old dorm, but now just his, or he'd come over to mine. And it was great because we realized our limits of that friendship and we respected that. And he's just a, he's just a great guy. I think it's so interesting. Like as far as our different personalities, like how many rooms did you have in four years? You've talked uh, about moving a bunch already. Okay. Cause I know you moved a bunch. Even when I was with you, you had a couple different rooms. Um, we'll just treat the apartment as is if it was just one single room. Right. So like I lived in the apartment and then if you'd like, yeah. I feel like you had, didn't you have different roommates in the apartment though? No, Nate. Oh, okay. And then, what are we? That's another thing. I know it's the hard pill to swallow about like great friendships that just come in for a time and they're gone. Sure, it sure. doesn't bother me that Nate and I aren't close anymore. We don't have issues. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. And I wish him the best. He has a beautiful wife. I think they're, they've had a baby. Uh, I'm pretty sure I, they did. But, like, I wish him the absolute best. And I'm pretty sure if you asked him, he would say the same thing. But, like, yeah. he's someone who I lived with for three years. Like, two <laughs> years in an apartment and then one year, well, one semester in another building before I finished school. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so the apartment, that last dorm, the the canal of 24 like where my room was so far from everyone else <laughs> and then two other rooms in 24 cuz you even moved in the last in your last year didn't you no the last year we 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 all got kicked out oh. of the apartments remember right but i thought you moved as well but i think i'm richie's the one that got moved <laughs> oh yeah richie tried to <laughs> hey wish you the best richie but uh he he like signed like we came up with a plan so that we would all live towards each other, but we yeah. didn't tell Richie <laughs> because we assumed he'd just live on the same floor as us. We let him know which building we were going, we were looking for, and so he went there. Yeah. He looked, and then he wrote himself in. Uh, Ruined the plan with me. <laughs> Out of everyone in the apartment, he picked me to be the roommate with for my last semester. <laughs> and so like we're like, hey man, uh, go change that, and. Yeah. He was cool about it. So that's pretty nice. He moved closer to Zach and Nate moved back in with me or vice versa. He either took Nate's like my spot with Nate or Nate's spot with me. I'm not sure exactly, but yeah, but yeah, well, it's taken a long time to make this point that I'm making, but you have like what? Five or six rooms. Yeah. In easy. Your, in your four easy. years. Maybe seven. And in my, in my four years, I had two rooms. <laughs> <laughs> like I have one room uh, in Butler that I took for yeah. two years and one room in the apartment that I took for two years. And that's, I think very, um, like indicative of how I do my friendships. Like I'm in it for the long haul. I'm yeah. going to like take my time and I rarely back out, you know, like if yeah. I'm going to invest in it, mm -hmm. it's like forever. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. It's just like the, it's just like a grade school. Like how many, how many, yeah, between yeah, kindergarten yeah. through high school, how many schools do you go to? One. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess three, but one school district the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah. And I did nine, eight or nine, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, being able to, because I mean, you don't want to just, like, if you are hopping place to place, you got to make friends while you're there, right? Sure. Or else it's going to suck even worse than it already is moving around. Well, I mean, that's one way to do it. You coped with that moving around by, I'm going to work hard to make friends. Other people cope by, I just don't need friends. I won't make any friends. Oh, yeah. But it, it definitely shaped your personality, I think. Yeah. And like, there's like, there's a, there's a semester of improv. I talked to you about it recently where I don't remember it happening. <laughs> like I looked back at a picture of an improv team and I was like, I don't remember ever being on the improv team with them because they, <laughs> that was before I got on the team. Is that right? Yes. They yeah. didn't really make it a huge impact with me, but I still yeah. remember having a great time. Like I never had a bad time on improv sure. and like, there's still people like made me laugh. I made them laugh. There was a season where we all worked together and then it ended. And then I completely forgot about all of you. And <laughs> I'm fine with that because that's like, that's like what happens with my Sec my first elementary school and my third elementary school. Like I don't really sure. remember anyone from those ones. But college is a thing of the past now. You know, like I haven't been to school in what four years. If yeah. it feels like I don't know if that's even right, honestly. Well, but it's it, coming up on that's like five and a half for me. So yeah, it's like a it's like a distant memory at this point. But now, like we're full on adults, and all of, like the friends that we made in college are now far away. And, like, mm -hmm. for the last 10 years, all the friends I had from the different schools I went to, they were far away. Now I'm kind of close to them, but those are all friendships I didn't really have or to, like, 
built up and it's COVID yeah. season. Right. You know, and you, you went to college, you made friends at college. Obviously we all aren't at college anymore and you don't live where you grew up anymore. Correct. So like growing up, like finding friends now, it's like who, whoever's around and not annoying, you know, <laughs> like work friends. Yeah. yeah. It, it makes a lot more sense now when you think about all the weirdos your parents used to have around. You ever, did your parents ever have friends that like looking back, they're kind of weird. A little bit, yeah. Like you don't understand the friendship entirely, but they still yeah. had a good time. It's because they're at, they were at when we were kids, and probably still are at the point we're at now. It's like find who's acceptable around you, or else you're not going to have anyone to hang out with. Sure, that's right. You know, and I'm not saying every friendship you have as an adult is going to be a bunch of weirdos that you just kind of like settle on, but it kind of makes me I don't want to say sympathetic. It makes like it makes everything make more sense. Yeah. Like, my mom would have drinking buddies who I thought were just, like, complete weirdos. And if any of them are listening to it, probably not you. (laughs) But of those people who I did think were like, oh, it's kind of strange. Like, they don't really, like, fully click with who I think my mom is. It's like, oh, they they work together. Or, like, Mm -hmm. they were childhood friends, and then now they're old and don't really have a lot of friends, so they rekindled those friendships. And it's like... Maybe my bar for friendships dropping as I get older, you know? I did yeah. realize, like, yeah. a few episodes back that, like, my bar for who I call friend is pretty high. But then I think yeah. about my day-to-day life and, like, who I'm chummy with at work, who I'm, like, making connections with. If it wasn't for COVID, who would I go grab a drink with, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you just kind of you kind of make it work. And, and friendship's, like, both a serious thing and not that serious at the same time. And it's it's I'm, I've been trying to process what that means now that I'm older. Yeah, it seems like your, your bar for associates is low. Yeah, super Like, your low. bar for friends can still be high. Mm-hmm. And I would say that, like, what you described about, have, like, whoever's around and doesn't suck, like, I would say I, I associate with people like that, you know, whoever's around and, mm-hmm. you know, I enjoy it, kind of. Um, I still would say I have a pretty, like, the people I call my friends, um, you still got to earn that title. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, moving here, you know, like you said, not being around anybody I know, really, um, but I work at a church, and so that has, like, built-in community, mm-hmm. and for me, that has been so huge. Um and this is where I, I almost said this earlier too. Like, call, I've called out so many friends that I'm sure I've missed some, and I'm going to do that again. But like, um, people like Dave have been mm-hmm. like such good friends. Like, have rescued me from car accidents. Have checked on me when I'm feeling low. Like, really, in, like invited me into his family. Genuinely, like his parents like invite us for football games. You know, like, um. He's been such a good friend. People like Evan, who, shout out, thank you for listening, Evan. Um, Evan and Candace, like, I think they cared a lot because they knew we didn't have people here. And so mm-hmm. really early on, they were working with the youth group that I was leading. And uh, early on, they invited us in to their family as well. And uh, every year, we're still, we still carve pumpkins together. And uh, now they have kids, and that's like a totally new dynamic. But they have been friends that really... Um, stuck it out and really invited us into their world. I would say Derek as well as another friend like that, that like um, another person that like we've worked through hard things together and we've lived through hard things together. Um, But that really forges friendships. Yeah. And it's great. And it's great when you get those like unexpected friendships, like you live around Dave and Dave became a good friend of you. I don't live anywhere near you, but I go and we used to before COVID, we used to go see you once, twice a year up, up by there, and Dave mm-hmm. is a friend of yours. Dave's around, and so like, okay, yeah. he's around. It doesn't suck, but I'm only here like 
a little bit and then you know the weekend's over and i go back home but like he's a fantastic friend like i i got talked yeah. to him on the phone at least once a week um yeah and like the way in which my friendship with eddie has developed especially over the last year or two um mm-hmm. how long has that russell chat been a thing uh, probably like when i Maybe this is a time to reveal myself as the ultimate friend matchmaker, but I began this chat when you first got me into wrestling. Uh-huh. So, like, I, you and Eddie are friends because of me. You and Dave are friends because of me. Jake and Dave are friends. Like, Dave's in Jake's wedding because of me. Um, maybe even you and Jake. Can I, can I do that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. Because you, you uh-huh. like, you're like, oh, how do you feel about this kid named Jake? And I was like, you, Josh? Like, I, like I had this bit where I purposely <laughs> called him the wrong name, which is yeah, like another yeah. example of the the what I said before in previous things about Sam. Like, I just bully people until they're my yeah. friends. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, I get that. But I have brought a lot of that wrestle chat together. Um, like, it's the wrestle chat that really made me start to see it because I saw Benjamin, who is a mm-hmm. friend of mine from out west, and then like you and Jake, who are from school, Eddie, who is from school but never lived with us, only connected yeah. via wrestling. Like, I knew Eddie at school, but like, I never really hung out with Eddie at school. Yeah, so I will crown myself as the ultimate friend matchmaker. We can move on from that, though I could talk about it all day. But that is a uh, connecting these unexpected friends is something that happened. Yeah, yet. like when someone like just. You, you think they're just on the cursory and then you like realize like, Oh, I really care about this person. And that like, Oh, they really friend. care about me too. And yeah, it's, it's great. And you know, whether it's from being a baby in your parents, finding someone else with a baby and sticking it close to him or all the way up to deciding to be friends with someone as an adult, we only really have great friendships today. Now in this moment, when you're listening or when we're recording this, because there's a level of accountability in which we maintain these friendships over the years. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say like people that, um, like these are the people that you don't see often, but you make a point to connect with. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking of like, um, Brian who I've met through work. Um, but like, we don't have to see each other ever. We're just youth pastors at neighboring churches. Like we don't have to see each other ever, but we cultivate that friendship. Um, and people that I've been friends with forever and ever, like Zach and Fluff, like Jeff and Jonathan, and like you guys uh, from college, like we have to maintain those friendships. We have to work hard to continue to be, to like cultivate a friendship. Yeah. Like, I, and you have to recognize your shortcomings. Like, not you specifically, but like me, like I have to recognize my shortcomings of that. I don't text well. I do, sure, I do sure. not text well at all, but uh, this is something maybe it's cause I was born in 1990 and my parents weren't very technologically advanced. I call people like, yeah. like I don't text very well, but I'll call and I'll talk for hours. And some people like some people listening to this, like think I'm probably the worst friend they could possibly have. Because they're just so, like, used to texting. But, like, yeah. you, we've even talked about, like, it's kind of like you've had to grow and accept phone calls. Sure. Yeah. Um, side note, do you feel like your phone call game has picked up? Um, if you mean that I answer more phone calls, then yes. Good enough. Good enough. Because I, I will almost always answer when you call, but I would say I generally answer the phone a little more often. Yeah. How do you feel like, do you feel like your ability to talk on the phone has changed at all? Like your comfortability with like sitting on phone for hours, because it's a, it's what I'm getting at is that's a skill that I had to like force on myself and on other people because like you, so there's sure. some people who like like Dave will now answer the phone when I call 
and, yeah. and talk with me for hours, but I know he's not necessarily a phone call guy. Um, yeah. Jake is someone who I call all the time. And like, I like being able to hear you guys, you know? Sure. And it, it makes it, it, it raises the level of closeness than reading like text on a screen. And it sucks, especially being so far away and like zoom, you know, and yeah. like video chats, like, like if, if like, I noticed like three or four people in our group chat are like back and forth thing. I'm like, why aren't mm. we video calling this? Like, all, we're all available. Like, let's yeah. Like, let's connect. You know. Yeah. For me, it's convenience. Like, it's not like I. It's the social thing about being on the phone. Like, that's not a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. I've always, you know, I've talked on the phone a lot. I consider myself pretty conversational. But for me, it's like if I can text you, I can have this conversation while I am working, while I am, you know doing the chores or whatever so like for me it's it's all about like maximizing that time which i very recognize is not the most healthy thing mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's like the theme of my life is how can i maximize my time um and i think that's why i like texting so much it's just more more casual more when i can get to it we can continue it that's, i totally see why you prefer the other way as that's well. probably why you accomplish like so much more in your week than i do because like <laughs> where i could be doing something i'm just like on the phone like hey jake how's it going man like what are you up to did you pick out a suit yeah. yet you know like <laughs> <laughs> and uh but there's there's phone calls there's you know creative projects like you and me like realizing that like our friendship's imp- important and we want it to grow even yeah. further and maintain not just maintain but grow like we came up with this like oh mm-hmm. we both have a similar interest in in creating we both like podcasts let's start a podcast together it's like even if no yeah. one's listening to it it's just a, a opportunity for you and i to talk about different things from our lives together for sure for sure and like video games like getting on and hitting up the other chat saying like, Hey, getting on who's, who's joining, you know, yeah. there's so many avenues for us to, uh, connect. Yeah. I wanted to open up one more can of worms because we almost did on one of the other episodes and I shut it down. Cause I wanted to talk about it here. Um, it was the idea of maintaining friendships or, or responding when someone else isn't doing their part or when you don't think they're doing their part. Mm-hmm. Um, because you had began the conversation by saying like, well, sometimes when people aren't reaching out, I'm like, well, what am I doing being the only one that reaching out? Do you even care about this friendship? Yeah. Um, and so I just wanted to like, I don't know, talk about that a little bit because I just feel like I come from a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not better or good at all. But I mean that like these friends, for instance, I mentioned Zach and Fluff. Mm-hmm. Zach specifically, I could... I haven't talked to him. I haven't heard his voice in probably actual years. Um, I talked to him like a month ago and then like a month before that. And then before that was like several months, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like we'll maybe send each other a meme or like begin a conversation on a, you know, current event or whatever. But like for me, I don't, I'm a, I think a low maintenance friend. Yeah. And so when, when someone like says something six months, you know, later, I'm like, great, let's, let's pick it back up. I, my feelings aren't hurt. Like, yeah. you know, I'm totally like that, but I realize my stance is not universal. And yeah. so when I treat other people like they are, <laughs> like they don't need to be contacted, like it can be a conflict. It's like how you're saying my bar for friendship so high. Like, yeah, I recognize that it is, but here's the thing. If someone falls to the point where I wouldn't necessarily call them a friend right off the bat, doesn't mean I don't like them anymore. Sure. You know, sure. there's tons of people who I, probably would have called a friend in high in yeah in high school and college that like i fell off the radar with and like yeah. if you were to ask me about those people who I haven't spoken with in years you know i'd still say i wish them the best I'd, like hey oh yeah we used to be great friends and like someone might hear them be like oh what do you mean you used to be friends we're not friends anymore big like, 
No, we're not friends, but I still <laughs> care about you as a person. Hey, do you want to be yeah. friends? Because, yeah. oh, we were friends. Well, well, I'm not feeling that way. I think you're great. Clearly, you want to be friends with me. So let's be friends. And then if yeah. like we keep not talking, like then I guess I won't bring up that we're not friends, but we're definitely not friends in my... <laughs> From from my standard, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's friendship's so weird, and it's yeah, it's so such like a. You could be hurt. Like if I told some, like if I had to like explain to someone why I think they're just an associate, not a friend, they would be upset by it. Yes, because yes. some people's bar for friendship so much lower. Yeah, and even like 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 mine's up here. Let's say yours is here. But let's say Jake's is like here, or Dave's is like here, or Brian's is like here, or Sam's here. Like, it's all over the place. Yeah. But I think we could both agree that friendship's important. And uh, if you feel like... I would agree. The friends and the friendships in your lives are lacking, it's not going to fix itself. But it's yes. not impossible. Is it okay if we uh, segue into recommendations here? That's perfect. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Heck, we might even throw in a an advertisement. Hey, if you're enjoying Welcome Back, be sure to watch more Welcome Back. There's episodes before and there'll be episodes after, so why don't you go ahead and keep on listening. We'll be right back. Because it's a great recommendation uh, that I just received. Uh, I'm re- recommending it, having heard this song t- t- two days ago, one day ago. <laughs> but a friend sent it to me. Uh, well, no, he didn't send it to me. He just checked up on me and he said, like, hey, how are you doing? What's up? This is Evan. Thank you, Evan. And uh, we were talking a little bit about the podcast, but then he was like, hey, what's going on? And then he sent me, he said, I heard this song called Checking Up on Buds. And it just made me want to check in with my buds and so i'm recommending the song uh checking up on buds by pd you can find that on spotify and um i kind of just continued to play some of his other music and i was super into it and i had heard i had never i had no idea this guy was a musician but i had seen his tiktoks a, a bunch of times mm-hmm. i've liked a bunch and shared a bunch be so they're in my timeline all the time or my uh for you page all the time but um PD, checking up on buds. What a beautiful themed recommendation. Um, check up on some friends if you haven't. If you need to maintain that friendship, check up on some buds. Uh, my recommendation this week has nothing to do with what we've been talking about, but the movie <laughs> Soul on Disney Plus just oh, came so out good. recently. Uh, I think a couple episodes ago, you were saying like to check it out. I checked it out. Yeah, it's great. Is so good. Is a great one. Um, yeah, but yeah. Thank you guys so much for being a part of Welcome Back. Thank you guys for choosing to let us into your lives, even for the brief time that you are listening. Hopefully, you listened all the way to the end. If not, that's fine. You know, everyone's got to make their own decisions in life. But we are thankful to the people who have uh, been along this journey with us thus far. And thank you for being a friend. Yeah, thanks for the kind words, the uh, the tips, the encouragements, the um, the listens, I guess. I don't know how to, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, <laughs> I'm glad that even though we would be happy with it just being a conversation between us two, yeah. we're glad that you guys are comfortable in being a part of this and even interacting and joining the conversation as well. 
Yeah, for real. So if you want to support the podcast more, we'd love you to subscribe, rate us. We haven't really asked for any rating, but um, that's like a big deal in the podcast world. So give us a rate. You can find us at Welcome Back Podcast on TikTok. Give us some love there as well if you uh, like the content, like our conversations. And thank you for being a friend. If you've enjoyed this show in general and like you think like think about some of those friends in your life who might also enjoy it. And if you want to send it that way, because shares are a are a huge thing. Oh, like what a really good recommendation. Yeah. Like if I could recommend anything, it's it's this show to your friends. So uh <laughs> thank you guys again and we'll be right back. We'll be right back. I should pee. Do we pause everything or we just let it roll? Just let it go. Okay. Hmm. I think while Chris is away, let me let me rank some more friendships. See if he puts them in. Hmm. Yeah, I'd put Jake as a Diablo friend. He's up there. Diablo friend of the show. Oh, the show's also brought to you by uh, Jake and the rest of the listeners who uh, give us feedback. That's nice of them. Oh, that's a good friendship right there. Feedback and positive feedback and me, you know, wanting to continue. That's a good one. Um... I don't remember who the two main characters from Gears of War are, but if you're still friends while fighting in a literal war, that's probably at least a... It's at least a fire. Hmm. Ooh, classic flush noise. Yeah, if I was to rank friendships in Chris's life... Chris and Sam? Get a Diablo. Chris and Daisy? That's a fire. But Chris and Minerva, that's definitely Verde. All right. I hope you enjoyed these uh, this little commentary while you were in the bathroom, Chris. I think you're almost back. Just a little addition. There we go. And he's back. My leg was asleep, so I almost ate it like four times on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> well, yeah, at least you made it. Yes. And welcome back. <laughs>